Hello, church family. This is Marilyn Mitchell, and I'm the Women's Ministry Director for New Visions Buchanan Campus. And today we are in the 31st Psalm. And this one in my Bible is titled, Into Your Hand I Commit My Spirit. I will be reading it from the English Standard Version, and it says this, In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness deliver me. Incline your ear to me, rescue me speedily. Be a rock of refuge for me, a strong fortress to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. And for your name's sake, you lead me and guide me. You take me out of the net that they have hidden for me. For you are my refuge. Into your hand I commit my spirit. You have redeemed me, O Lord, faithful God. I hate those who pay regard to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your steadfast love, because you have seen my affliction. You have known the distress of my soul, and you have not delivered me into the hand of the enemy. You have set my feet in a broad place. Be gracious to me, O Lord, for I am in distress. My eye is wasted from grief, my soul and my body also. For my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength fails because of my iniquity and my bones waste away. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a reproach, especially to my neighbors, and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I have been forgotten like one who is dead. I have become like a broken vessel. For I hear the whispering of many, terror on every side as they scheme together against me as they plot to take my life but i trust in you o lord i say you are my god my times are in your hand rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from my persecutors make your face shine on your servant save me in your steadfast love o lord let me not be put to shame for i call upon you Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them go silently to Sheol. Let the lying lips be mute, which speak insolently against the righteous in pride and contempt. Oh, how abundant is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you and worked for those who take refuge in you in the sight of the children of mankind. In the cover of your presence, you hide them from the plots of men. You store them in your shelter from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has wondrously shown his steadfast love to me when I was in a besieged city. I had said in my alarm, I am cut off from your sight, but you heard the voice of my pleas for mercy when I cried to you for help. Love the Lord, all you saints. The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Ah, friends, these 24 verses hold so much passion, conviction, um, confidence, pleading. It's just, we can so relate to this um, symphony of emotions that the psalmist is experiencing here. You know, those first six verses really talk about how David begins by seeking refuge in God. 
and also acknowledging and expressing his confidence in God's righteousness and goodness. Um, I think it's interesting because in this one, he really starts out with all of these affirmations of God. You know, some of the Psalms, we see it play out a little differently. Some start with the complaint and then the reminder of who he is. Some start with just praise. And in this one, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting balance here because he's from the get-go, in you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. And he uses that phrase twice in this psalm about not being put to shame. Um, He wants those who are against the Lord as enemies to be put to shame. Um, And then he says, in your righteousness, deliver me. So I find it interesting that, um, you know, I don't know about the order in which these psalms were written, how much time may or may not have passed. But I like to think that David, just like any of us, um, continued to grow, right? Continued to be sanctified in the presence of the Lord. And so to me, this shift into um, right away, already acknowledging his need for deliverance and already acknowledging that God is his refuge before he's even laid out his complaint, um, to me just shows a little bit of maturity. He's, he's sensing and knowing that he's making it from point A to point B faster, right? And I share this all the time with my friends and my Bible study and everyone, but one of the most precious things um, about the way the Lord affirms himself in my heart is by helping me to see and give him glory for the fact that the longer I walk with him, the more I am immersed in his presence and abide in his grace and love, the shorter the distance between my initial panic and my turn to him as refuge. Um, over the years, that the distance between those two points has gotten smaller and smaller and smaller, and that is the grace of God. And I think that's kind of what we're seeing here with the psalmist as well. So quickly, before he even goes into the complaint, he's just like, look, I know that you are my refuge. I know that you are the one who can deliver me. So do it and do it quick. That is the kind of confidence that comes from someone who has seen the faithfulness of the Lord. And friends, I promise you that if you will give the Lord the opportunity to be faithful, if you will pour your heart out before him and see him meet your needs, then you will be so much quicker in the next challenge, in the next struggle to recognize that as well. Um, And man, that's just a precious affirmation of the spirit within us when that happens. This chapter is long and has so much good. And and I really just want you to let the spirit speak to you. But the one thing um, that really stuck out to me this time, especially just as I was reading it just now, was verse 15. It's such a precious verse to me. It says, my times are in your hand. Friend, what would it look like to know with confidence that your times are in his hand. You know, life is is a series of seasons, just season after season. And so often we miss the joy and the purpose and the mission of this season because we're either looking back to a previous one or trying to jump ahead to a future one. But our times are in his hand. We can't add a single minute to our life, um, but he is in charge of all those things and we can trust him and we can know that whatever we're in the midst of, he's in the midst of it with us. And so our times are in his hand. He's not late. He's not early. He's right on time all the time. And so wherever you are, you can trust that that is where he has you in this moment and that you can trust that he will lead you safely into the next thing. Um, I love how the psalmist ends there with um, 23 and 24. And this is how I just want to remind us as we close out today as well. Love the Lord, all you saints. 
The Lord preserves the faithful, but abundantly repays the one who acts in pride. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. Those are words of someone who knows the Lord's provision, who knows the Lord's steadfast love, and he's encouraging us, he's pleading with us, I'm pleading with you to acknowledge and love the Lord, all you his saints. Had a sweet pastor in my past who would always end his prayers with, we love you, Lord, help us to love you more. And I think that's an appropriate prayer for all of us. Love the Lord, you saints. He is faithful and he will preserve you. He will meet you. He holds your times in his hands. Be blessed.